0: Plantar fasciitis is the worst, right? Stabbing heel pain every morning is no way to start the day. But the human body is amazing and can heal your plantar fasciitis without pain medications, injections, or surgery, so you can stand, walk, and run without pain. So the big question is, what's the right formula to heal plantar fasciitis? Join me as we uncover what works and what doesn't work to heal your plantar fasciitis completely. I'm Dr. AJ Ludlow, welcome to the Plantar Fasciitis Secrets Podcast. Hey everyone, this episode is all about one of the biggest lies people tell about plantar fasciitis. Okay, maybe it's not a lie, but it's absolutely a myth, a falsehood, a misconception. But it is so widely accepted that the standard advice you receive for plantar fasciitis is based on it. The myth is this, plantar fasciitis is an inflammatory condition. This has been the working theory for decades. It was assumed that because there was pain in the plantar fascia that seemed to result from a strain, that it was inflammation. Since the pain continues, it was assumed that inflammation continued. Inflammation is part of any injury. It's the body's first response to tissue damage. It removes damaged cells. It causes pain as a signal to create awareness of injury and to help us know that we need to protect the area. It sets the stage for healing. An argument can be made that we don't necessarily want to interfere with this process too much since it is the first step to healing an injury. Inflammation in plantar fasciitis is most pronounced the first few days but tapers off quickly and is likely gone after the first few weeks but definitely by six weeks. I've seen a lot of feet with plantar fasciitis and I have never seen the usual clinical signs of inflammation. You may be familiar with the clinical signs. They are pain, heat, redness, and swelling. Pain, yes, is obviously present, but the rest are absent. Usually you need multiple signs of inflammation to conclude that an inflammatory response is present. Is this conclusive evidence that there is no inflammation present? No. We would need to be able to see inside the body or take a piece of the fascia out of the body to be able to make this conclusion. Lucky for us, scientists have done exactly that. The inflammation does its thing and then leaves. So why does the pain continue for months or even years? Spoiler alert, it's not inflammation. Let's take a look at what those scientists found when they analyzed pieces of the fascia. In an article titled, "Plantar fasciitis, a degenerative process, fasciosis, without inflammation, a podiatrist named Harvey Lamont reviews the findings of different studies in which fascia tissue was removed and studied in people who suffered from plantar fasciitis. One of these studies looked at tissue taken from people who were going in for heel spur surgery who had plantar fasciitis. They took samples of the fascia and analyzed them under a microscope. They found marked thickening and fibrosis of the plantar fascia at the point near where it attaches to the heel bone. This basically means they discovered that the plantar fascia was thicker than usual and had scar tissue or fibrosis, but no signs of inflammation. Another similar study took more samples of fascia during surgery and found degeneration or breaking down of the plantar fascia, but no evidence of inflammation. A third study showed collagen necrosis, which means death of collagen tissue, more signs of tissue breaking down, and calcification, which means minerals are being deposited in the tissues, which can cause stiffness and problems, but no signs of inflammation in this study either. A different study did MRI scans on people with plantar fasciitis and analyzed the fascia. In this study, they found some edema or swelling around the fascia, likely from micro tears, but they found no evidence of inflammation. Another study took 50 fascia samples from people getting surgery for heel pain. They found signs of tissue breaking down. They saw little crystallized bits left over from cortisone injections, but they did not see any evidence of inflammation. So that's in total five different studies that analyzed the fascia of people with plantar fasciitis and found no signs of inflammation. It's interesting to note that this article came out in 2003, and many of the studies in the article were from the 90s. This information is not new, but it is often ignored or just missing from the equation. This information is really important for healing plantar fasciitis. It completely changes what treatment should look like. It should make us question what we are being told about icing, anti-inflammatories, and cortisone shots. These are the main treatments that a lot of doctors recommend. These studies also provide proof that the fascia is actually breaking down and dying. One study mentioned necrosis, which is tissue death. This is usually due to a lack of blood flow. It's important to understand that in the first weeks of plantar fasciitis, there is inflammation. In the earliest stages of this injury, there is pain from inflammation, but the inflammation doesn't last for months as was previously assumed. The evidence just isn't there to support the idea, even though for the past 50 years or more, it was thought to be the main problem. After two to three months, the name plantar fasciitis is no longer appropriate. The itis ending on the word means inflammation. This is part of the problem. If it's called plantar fasciitis and we trust the name is correct, then that inflammation is the problem. A more accurate and appropriate term for this condition after it transitions out of the inflammation phase and into the chronic and breaking down phase is plantar fasciosis. The osis ending on a word means a disordered or abnormal state. It's not super specific, but at least it's not wrong. I doubt that the name change will ever catch on, at least on a large scale, but that doesn't mean that you have to stay in the dark. Now you know the truth about inflammation and plantar fasciitis, or fasciosis. So put down the ibuprofen, and you can stop icing your foot. If you roll your fascia on a frozen water bottle, consider rolling it out on a ball or other type of roller. You will benefit from the increased blood flow and the stretch, especially first thing in the morning, but the ice is not necessary. And you can rethink getting that cortisone injection. They're very painful. It's very hit or miss as to how effective they are. And if there's no inflammation, then what is it really even doing? And it increases your risk of rupturing the plantar fascia. I hope this information helps. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next time. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode. I'm truly grateful for the opportunity to serve you. I hope what I share today helps you in your journey to eliminate your painful gift. If you found this episode helpful, I hope you'll join me on my mission to help as many people suffering from plantar fasciitis as possible by sharing this with someone who needs it. There are so many people out there wasting time and money on things that don't work, frustrated that they aren't getting better. It's easy to lose hope, and you can help them by sharing this episode. Check out our resource page and the system that I created that's guaranteed to help you recover in the show notes. Thanks for listening.